Wow, man. Welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm so excited because, man, last week, Paul was on a mission. <laughs> wow, he was, he, he rebuked the Sanhedrin, the Sadducees. They didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead, the miracles, life after death, or the existence of angels. On the other hand, the Pharisees believed in the supernatural and affirmed the very things that Sadducees denied. Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Paul is out there, man. <laughs> Welcome to Growing in His Word. And I am excited because we are in chapter 23 now of the book of Acts. My name is Josie. You can call me Joseph. I'm the pastor of this radio, airway radio program. And this is Growing in His Word. And it's blessed by the uh, Lord Jesus and powered by the Holy Spirit. Listen, we're going through the books the whole books of the Bible, if you haven't noticed, and we're in this beautiful podcast. All you listeners, I want to say thank you for subscribing out there. And oh, Peru, God bless Peru. We have 164,000 now subscribers just in Peru. Uh, you know, you guys, I'm very excited for you guys in Peru. Keep listening, man. And one day, maybe I'll get out there and I'll preach the gospel for <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> Muy bien. I love you guys, man. Isn't it radical? Because you know, Paul was on a mission, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, man. He went from city to city, from state to state, from country to country. Rome is thriving. He got arrested last week in the book of Acts chapter 21, and, and he's, you know, the mob was basically trying to beat him up real good. You know, the Sanhedrin was divided. He came out as a Roman citizen. He fooled them all because he said, hey, you know, don't beat me. I have Roman citizenship. My grandfather acquired it when I was a baby. That came out years later, and he wasn't beaten for it because they were trying to mob him out. The Sanhedrin was divided. Paul's, Paul's uh, was excited. And guess what, man? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this book and this podcast. And Father, we've come before you by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the book of Acts, Lord, and we ask that you use it for your name, Jesus. Lord, let me decrease while you increase, while you get the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you uh, people that are listening. Praise the Lord. I am excited, man. I am very excited. Because Paul was bearing witness in Rome. Listen, man, he was warned by his friends not to go to Jerusalem. And Paul may have been, you know, he may, he basically begun to doubt his decision. But the Lord encouraged because Paul God told Paul not to be afraid because he was under the sovereign care of God. And just like you guys are, you may be afraid of whatever you're going through right now. God is with you. He, you're under his sovereign direction. Listen, Jesus Christ has your back when nobody has it. I'm telling you, man, it's amazing. Years I've been preaching the gospel and I've never seen the Holy Spirit work how he has in these days. And it's just amazing to see marriages healed. People, you know, converted. The gospel going forward. Look at the, the, the you know, the COVID-19. You know, it's, it, did, it did damage. But Jesus Christ has been there for us. He's never going to leave us nor forsake us. Paul was beaten. Not because he wanted to be beaten, because it's part of persecution as we have the Holy Spirit living in us. We go without thinking. We allow the Holy Spirit to think for us and we be obedient to God's word. And we can see where Jesus wants to place us like a puzzle in this life. And you may be thinking, hey, that's not for me, man. 
I can't do that. Well, Jesus, he's calling you. This isn't the, you know, touchy-feely message, man. This is verse by verse. Uh, you know, God's in love with you. And Paul set the mark for us as believers in the future so that we can depend on the Holy Spirit and understand why the Holy Spirit needs to live in us. So as Paul had borne witness to Jesus, he was now locked up as a prisoner in Jerusalem. So he would do as a, pri so he would do as a prisoner in Rome. Paul's chains would glorify God in, in ways that would have been impossible without them. So now we have Paul. He's attached to a soldier. He's got one chain to a soldier, one on his feet. He's bound. Now they're like, dude, you're not going nowhere, man. These, you know, you're, you're our prisoner now, you know? Chapter 23 of Acts, you know, we're, we're in where Paul says in, the, in verse 1, then Paul looking earnestly at the council. He said, men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him. On the mouth. Verse 3 says, Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. And we talked about that last, last week, how Ananias deserved this rebuke. The fact that Ananias had something else, you know, he had someone else do his dirty work, pretty much didn't absolve him from ordering of the act where he slapped him in the face, man. Paul was like, you coward. Are you kidding me? You're going to... You're going to order him to smack me in the face because you're too lazy to get up? I've been through more, dude. Bring on the fire, man. I've been arrested, spit on, beat on, ran, chased out, bit by a snake. You name it, man, for Jesus Christ. Your little slap in the face ain't going to whitewash me, man. <laughs> Listen, he was bitter. You know, Ananias was bitter because somebody, he didn't believe in Jesus. Look, are you bitter? Are you bit, get to the root of your bitterness because you didn't make it in some kind of job or some kind of record label or some kind of whatever it may be? You're not bitter? Well, you're going to walk around town. Are you really a believer? Or are you trying to stick somebody with something that's not right and pretend that you're somebody you're not? Jesus knows. Jesus knows who you are, okay? Excuses, excuses. And more excuses. We believers got to keep going, man. We got to look ahead at the prize. Jesus, Paul was being whipped, beat, stepped on, abused. And he was a Jew. He was a member of the Sanhedrin. He knew how it worked. He knew. He was like, you're going to smack me? You're going to whitewash me, man, Ananias? You're not going to get up and smack me yourself? He knew who he was dealing with. He's in Jerusalem now. Man, I'm excited because the plot against Paul is going to come and the Lord is going, to, is going to be there for him. Listen, man, he's like, you sit and judge me according to the law and do not command me to be. And, you can, and then you command me to be struck contrary to the law. <laughs> wow, hypocrite. Listen, verse four says, and those stood by and said, do you, do you, do you revile God's high priest? Look at this. They're doing the same thing, man. They did to Jesus. Only Paul's not Jesus. But they're doing the same thing. Are people doing that to you right now? Because you have Jesus. Are you afraid to stand up in your work or in your place of business and say, look, I love you, Jesus. I love Jesus. 
I love, you know, the other day I was at the dental office and the ladies were rude to me. Not because I have bad breath, but, you know, because I, I, hey, I said, listen, uh, can you be more cleaner? I'm sorry. You know, I don't want you those dirty things in my mouth. Change your gloves. She was mad. I said, look, we're Christians. We love Jesus. We're believers. That set her off, man. She picked the phone up and called the cops on me and said, get out of here. Wow, amazing what people will do when they hear the word Jesus. Paul was a a miracle, man. Listen, Paul was amazing. Verse 5 says, And Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest, for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler of, of the people. Okay? Now, verse 6 is interesting because, but when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee, concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am being judged. Now listen to this. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and Sadducees. He stirred it up, and the assembly was divided. Verse 8, for Sadducees say that there is no resurrection and no angel or spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. Then there arose a loud outcry, and the scribes of the Pharisees' party arose and protested, saying, We find no evil in this man, but if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. So basically, he's basically had a weak case against them. They're trying to build a case against him, and it was so weak that Paul sat there and slapped him with it, an easy one. He was like, dude, you know, basically, Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection of the dead, you know, miracles, life after and after death or, or the existence of angels. So on the other hand, the Pharisees believed in the supernatural and affirmed the very things that Sadducees denied. Okay, so he used that against them to loop out. <laughs> It's just so amazing, man. You break out the Bible and everybody wants to, to attack you. I mean, it's, it's, try it sometime. Go to the park. Go to your work zone. Carry your little Bible and just open it. And start reading it. And watch what happens. You'll get phone calls. Airplanes will go by. You know, people will jab at you, come at you, laugh at you. I mean, it's because it works. Jesus works. The Bible works. You don't got to be a slime ball and fake it. You could just live it. Neighbors get mad. Dogs bark at you. I've even had deer come up to me. And they're scared of me. Deer is normally scared of people. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's true. I've had birds, hawks come down while I'm studying. Anything to get you away from reading God's word is what the devil wants. He wants to divide. He wants you to not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. He wants you to say, you know what, man? I give up. I quit. I don't want to serve Jesus anymore. That's what the devil wants. So he could plant those nasty thoughts in your mind and tell you that you suck. You're not going to amount to anything. You can't do it. And here Paul is. He was a Jew, a member of the Sanhedrin. He had orders in the book of Acts. If you read the very beginning, he was there when Stephen was killed. He was the one with orders to go kill Gentiles. He was just like the very people he's standing against. And he is now on the other side of the foot. The shoe is now on his foot. And now he sees what Christians have gone through through persecution. 
This is what he sees. This is like, I believe God sent him back to Jerusalem to show him and to show us in the future, this is what it's like. To when you bear witness to be persecuted in your local areas, wherever you may be, now you know what Paul went through. Now you know what I went through, Jesus said. You're gonna suffer. Listen, we are gonna suffer. People are gonna plot against us. They plotted against Paul, they're gonna plot against you. They don't care. As long as they can get ahead, they'll whisper behind your back, they'll say things that aren't true, they'll make you feel like you're ugly when you're beautiful, they'll make you think that you can't even speak publicly, but really you're probably the best public speaker that God ever made. They'll put thoughts in your mind, the enemy will, the devil will put thoughts in your mind and make you feel like you are less of a human being and you don't deserve to live. This is the way the enemy likes to work. Listen, believers, you need to put your, your helmet of salvation on. Read the word. Don't get caught up in all these video games, movies, TV, football, hip-hop, rap, kill the cat, mow down the dog music. It leads you away. It may sound a little good. Not for me, though. I, I, don't, I don't like that stuff. It may sound good, but is it good? You know, it's, 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 it's reality. Paul knew what was going on, okay? Now he's on the shoe of, of a believer's shoe, his own shoe. And God's showing him, here's the table. You're eating it now. Here's your fork. Eat it up. Not in a bad way. But now future believers will know exactly what it means to suffer. We're going to suffer. We're going to go through the ups and downs in life, believers, but we have to continue in the faith. We cannot stop praying for one another and caring for one another. Paul cared for us. He did this because he knew the future was going to be for us, that we would have salvation through Jesus Christ and only through Jesus Christ. We can't let people think nasty thoughts about us. They don't even, the enemy puts in our minds, it's not there. Pray for them. It's a trick. Paul was on a mission. He was working to the Pharisees and Sadducees. The Sanhedrin is now divided. That you know, Paul's going to do it. Listen, and then he had in verse seven. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the, and the assembly was divided. For Sadducees say there is no resurrection and no angel or spirit. But the Pharisees confessed both. Then there arose a loud outcry, and the scribes of the Pharisees, the party, arose and protested, saying, We find no evil in this man, but if the spirit or the angel has, has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. They don't want nothing to do with God and him, because they know the power of Jesus Christ. Verse 10 says, Now when there arose a great dissension, the commander, fearing lest Paul might be pulled to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take to take him by force from among them and bring him into the barracks. See, God's already using that guy so they don't rip him into pieces because there's more work to be done. And that's what I'm trying to say today. There's more work to be done in your life. You may think that you're going to be ripped into pieces, but God is not done with you. You are not the candy Reese's Pieces, although I love that candy. Okay? And listen, verse 11 says, But the following night the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul. For as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness in Rome. Listen, 
God has now spoken to him. There it is. It's that simple. We must be obedient to the calling of God. Listen, in Hebrews chapter 2, it says, We must never, listen, therefore we must give the most earnest held to things we have heard, lest we drift away. We don't want to drift away. You know, for, for if the word spoken through angels provided steadfast in every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Which at the first which at which at which at the first began to, to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who hear him, God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Listen, we can't drift away. We 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 must not be sluggish. We can't be carried away by popular opinions that surround us. Instead, we got to hold fast to Christ's word because God's word never returns void. Listen, don't be drifted away by the cares of this world. Paul wasn't drifted away. He stood fast. One time I was at the river, man, and I was, I was, I was out there. And it, the, the guy said, hey, bro, go on. It's a Colorado River, man. I I got out there and I'm going to take this baby. This is nothing, man. This is nothing. I get on the raft, man. And, you know, and I have this paddle and I'm starting to go out. And, you know, these, 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 these uh, currents, man, are huge. But they don't look so big. They look real little, little currents, man. Real, oh, it's beautiful. I'm going to take my fishing pole. And the guy's like, bro, I don't know if you should go out there. <laughs> that thing's a walrus of a whale, of a of a, you know, it's a mountain full of waves, man. I don't know if you, hey, brother. No, oh, man, it's nothing, bro. It's just a, uh, you know, a little river. It's nice and calm. Oh, really? Wow. I got out there. It was beautiful and whooshy, swashy, bashy. Bang, bang, bang. My head went all over the place. My fishing pole went to J- Japan. I don't know what happened anymore. I woke up going, whoa, man, what happened? Well, you should have seen it, man. You were like a rock tumbling down the river, dude. <laughs> Bro, don't get drifted away. Stay in the word of God. Paul was solid. He stayed in the word. He he spoke up. Paul spoke up against the Sanhedrin because he wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid to tell people that Jesus Christ loves them. He wasn't afraid to get to, to get smacked in the face by some leader who he used to kick back with. He wasn't afraid of the old. He got in with the new man. It's not about the old. It's 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 about getting saved. And born again, receiving Jesus Christ in your heart so that you can go out there and be free. People aren't preaching that. They're preaching government and drama and taking the shots and the flu and the. Nobody wants to hear it. Well, I have 15,000 subscribers. They want to hear it. Good. That's your 15 you can have. It ain't about us, dude. It's about Christ. I, I. Remember, take that capital I out. You didn't see Paul going, Hi, guys. Look at me, Sanhedrin. I want to show you something. Look at what I have. I'm Paul the Apostle. I have this church. I started all these churches. Look at I. No, dude. 
Paul got beat down, slapped in the face, punched in the gut, stripped of his Jewish heritage, even though you can't do that. I don't, I don't know how you could do that. Messianic's a messianic. You can't suck the Jewish blood out of you if you believe in Jesus. Isn't it quite interesting? You know, you can believe in Jehovah Witnessism. You can believe in Mormonism. And, and you can believe in, in Satanism. But as soon as you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, oh, sick him! I mean, here comes the dogs. Here comes the leashes, the whips, the chains. Why? Because it works. It works. Shake it up like a Dr. Pepper and bam! You know, it works, man. Paul was on a mission to spread the gospel because he loves us. It's not about us, dude. I started all these churches. Listen, I ate crap in the water when I drifted away from what God wanted me to do. Paul says, don't drift away or you're going to be tumbling through the Colorado Rockies and you're not going to be happy. Sometimes your your head might get held down for a long time. Listen, okay? But then God talked to him. He said, he said, listen, be of good cheer. Be happy. Be happy, Joseph, that you pounded your head in the Colorado Rockies. Be happy. It felt good, didn't it? No. Listen, it's only for a short while. There's rewards, trust me. Be of good cheer because he said, Paul, for as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness at Rome. Listen, we don't got to defend Jesus. We don't have to go out in the riots and say, Jesus. Jesus can defend himself. He's good at it. He's God. Jesus is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But we got to be a witness. Okay? We can't go to football games drunk. We can't go to uh, church smoking cigarettes. We can't, you know... I want to sign up for parking cars. I just had three beers last night. You know, it's one, you know, like we got, we got to be a witness. And now some of them, you know, you got some people who just want to bow down and kill you for it. And this is what happens to Paul. Look, here comes the good part. Now Paul's going to understand how it feels to be killed because he used to go out and want to kill believers. Listen, you know, this is a taste of his own medicine chapter. I'm sorry, but listen. And when he... Was day, and when it was day, verse 12, Acts chapter 23, verse 12, and when it was day, daytime, okay, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under an oath. Okay, man, they made a pack. <clears throat> Excuse me. They made a pack saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. They, they're not going to eat no more food and drink. I mean, that, that's serious right there. And they're going to kill him. He's going to die for Christ. I mean, and we're complaining about, you know, not finding enough things to do for Jesus. I mean, wow. <laughs> we're complaining about the little things. This guy's going to die now. I mean, he don't even care if he dies because he knows. He's seen the miracles. He's performed the miracles. He don't care, man. He's down with Jesus Christ. I love this guy. I love it because he's all, he's all in. He knows about the other side. He knows about heaven. He knows about Jesus. He knows about eternal salvation. He's been persecuted. He's been, he's, he's had it all, man. He knows he's down. Okay. Listen to this. Verse 13 says, now there were more than 40 who had formed this conspiracy. Ooh, wow. 40 people, man. 40 men are against them. 40. Verse 14 says, uh, listen to this. They came to the chief priests, the elders and said, we have bound ourselves under a great oath. And we will eat nothing until we have killed Paul. 
Now they want to, I want to show off now, Rabbi. I can kill them. I'm going to get rid of them. We'll get rid of the cancer. Okay. That's, that's what they want to do. Listen, here it comes, here it comes. Now you therefore together with the council suggest to the commander that he be brought down to you tomorrow. Listen to this, as though you were going to make further inquiries concerning him, but we are ready to kill him before he comes near. <laughs> they want to whack him. Verse 16 says, So when Paul's sister's son heard of their ambush, he went to the he went and entered the barracks and told Paul. And he asked and said, Take this young man to the commander, for he has he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the commander and, and said, Paul, and said, Paul, the prisoner called me to him and asked me to bring this young man to him, to you. And he has something to say to you. Listen to this. 19 says, then the commander took him by the hand, went aside and asked privately, what is it that you have to tell him? Tell me. And he said, the Jews have agreed to ask that you bring Paul down to the council tomorrow. Tomorrow. As though you were going to inquire more, more fully about him. Now she's telling him the plot. Right, listen to this. But do not yield to them. For more than 40 of them lie and wait for him. Men who have bound themselves by an oath. And they, they will neither eat nor drink until they have killed him. And now they are already waiting for the, for, for, for the promise, for the promise for, from you. Listen to this. Listen to this. So the commander let the young men depart. And commanded him, tell no one that you have revealed these things to me. Okay, and then he's going to be sent to Felix. And listen, listen to this. Okay, we're going to stop there. We're going to pick it up on chapter tw- on, on verse 23 next week, but we're going to touch on this. Listen to this. They want to stone him, kill him. They want to kill him and stone him to death, probably just like Stephen. It's just like John chapter 10, remember? When verse 31 says in John chapter 10, actually John chapter 10 verse 31, yeah, it says... Then the Jews took up stones against again to stone him. But Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? Listen. We don't have to be afraid. They're going to set Paul up. Do you feel set up right now? Do you feel like God is letting you go through something to be set up for something for his glory? Do you feel... As if someone's against you, do you feel that it's your turn to go through it? Listen, Jesus Christ went through it before you, as did Stephen, as did Peter, John, James, Luke. We're all going to go through it. But we must remain in Christ. We cannot let Satan condemn us, believers. Listen to me. We cannot let nobody condemn us. Romans 8 says, There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. We need to walk in the Spirit. Listen. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. Listen, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful, listen, in this, he sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh and those who live according to the, to the spirit 
the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is hostility against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are the flesh cannot please God. Listen, we can't live in the flesh. Paul says, listen, come to Jesus. Lay all your drama to the side. Lay all your stuff to the side. If somebody's out to get you, they're only out to get God. Let God deal with them. You don't need to deal with anybody. Wash your hands. Let someone else do the dirty work. You don't have to be involved. Stay out of it. Let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Receive Him. Receive Jesus Christ freely. You tired of living in the sinful life that you're living? It's not going to get you anymore closer to God. Surrender to Jesus Christ. Love Jesus Christ. And as we pray, I hope you receive Jesus Christ through this prayer. I'm going to do an altar, a spiritual altar uh, on the radio call. (laughs) And we're going to pray and end it. And next week we're going to continue in the book of Acts. Father, we come before you. Lord, we pray that if there's anybody out there right now on the airways, I know there is. There's 165,000 in Peru. And there's more all over. Lord, we pray right now by your Holy Spirit that you, Father God, place on the heart of some non-believer to say, Jesus, I want you in my life. Lord, I want to start a new life. Just repeat these words and mean it. Father God, I'm a sinner. Lord, I can't do it. I cannot, I can't change, Lord. I need you. Lord, I believe that you are the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and I believe that you died for me on the cross for my sins. Lord, I, I want to follow you, and I repent from my sins, and I want to turn my ways to you, Lord Jesus. In your holy name, Jesus, I acknowledge you as my Lord and personal Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. If you've received Jesus Christ, log on to growinginhisword.com. Listen, and there you will find material. It's free. Everything's free, man. And Growing in His Word is a free uh, uh, broadcast. And we love you guys. We thank you for listening all around the world. God bless you guys. And and, and uh, next week we're going to get into Paul sent to Felix. God bless you guys.